Welcome to the SCORE Small Business Success Podcast, Been There, Done That. To get free mentoring services, as well as to see the wide variety of resources available for small businesses, visit our website at www.score.org or call 1-800-634-0245. And now, here's your host, Dennis Zink. Episode number 45, Outside Marketing Assistance. Fred Dunnier joins me today in our studio as co-host, score mentor, and our audio engineer. Good morning, Fred. Good morning, Dennis. Fred, our guests today are Jamie Schwartz with Cabbage and Jennifer Crawford with Ask Jennifer. Jamie and Jennifer, welcome to Been There, Done That. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. As the head of community programs at Cabbage, Jamie Schwartz educates small businesses about financing options and the benefits of online lending. Before Cabbage, Jamie worked for Intuit. Jamie holds an undergrad degree in finance from the University of Pittsburgh and an MBA from Boston University in marketing and international finance. Cabbage is an online lender offering lines of credit up to $100,000 for companies that have been in business for at least one year. Since its inception, over 100,000 loans have been made in excess of $2 billion to small businesses. Jennifer Crawford has more than 10 years of project management and business planning experience. Jennifer developed a business of consulting and event planning. A major aspect of her company is the Small Business Showcase. All Things Detroit is held three times a year and helps small businesses introduce their products and services and promote togetherness for the business community. Jennifer was recently named Crane's Detroit Business Top 40 Under 40 in 2016. Jennifer, when should a business consider outside marketing? A business should consider outside marketing once they have a plan together as to what their business is and what they want to do and what their target audience is. Would it be any difference if the business was in its planning stage versus an in-business client who's already operating? Yes, it would be a little different because to have a marketing plan, you must know what your actual business is and having all that together. And when we say marketing, can you give me a definition of what you're referring to? As far as marketing goes, you want to know what your product is and who you're trying to reach. So it could be something as far as marketing materials, social media marketing, that type of thing. Okay. Would it include things like branding? Branding, of course, your logo, your website. Those are all different marketing tools that you need for your brand. And how about pricing? Do you get involved with that? Yes, pricing, but I feel that you must, it depends on what your product is. So a lot of marketing that you can start to do yourself and self-educate yourself to do it before you get involved in hiring someone on the outside. Because most of the time when you're a small business, you have a, low, a smaller budget. So doing some of the marketing and learning it yourself as far as what marketing is and your branding, then you can seek outside help. So doing some of the research yourself first. And what's the best way to research the market if you're a small business and determining what your needs are? I read a lot of books, and I feel like to self-educate yourself with marketing books is the best way. Also, using any online services as Google, you know, if you have a certain type of business, you can research ways to market that business using the internet or reading books. I personally feel that reading books, it, it, it works a lot better. And I have to compliment you. I saw at the beginning that you were in Crane's Detroit business, uh, listed as the top 40 under 40, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, in in the top 40. And Rance Crane is a friend of mine. 
<laughs> just yeah. as a sidebar. Um, and um, they do a great job with, uh, of course, they have advertising age. You know, I thought I'd throw that in because advertising age is a big part of understanding marketing, uh, uh, advertising, et cetera. Why is it important for a business to be involved with community events? Community events are a great way to get your brand out there because with a lot of people are involved in community events, you never know who you're going to meet or bump into. So it's good. It's a form of networking. And it's a great way to get your business out there by being involved in the community. Because I feel like sometimes people recognize it more like, oh, you know, this brand was involved in this activity that was going on or this program that helps the community. Because overall, your business, it's a good idea to have it involved in your community that you are in. Do you think it's a specific type, maybe like chamber events or economic development? Or I guess it depends on your business. But is there anything in particular that you normally would recommend? It depends on your business and it also depends on uh, where you're located. If you have a, I don't know, um, if you do children's clothing, it may be, you know, to be involved in something when you're giving back and you're helping children, maybe a nonprofit about children, uh, helping them with entrepreneurship or some types of donations, those type of community activity events. The chamber events, you know, it depends if you're a marketing person, you can go to the chamber events. It's really good for networking, but it also, it really does depend on what business you have. Do you recommend like getting a booth at like a chamber function where they have tabletop booths and that kind of thing? I recommend that. But like I said, it also depends on what type of business that you have. Everything depends on you. You have to see if you're a great fit. If it's not a great fit for you, sometimes a lot of people sign up for the chamber events. And if you have a clothing company or if you sell candles, it's not the type of event that you would do that. But if you are a marketing firm or if you sell insurance, that might be a great event for you to sign up for Jennifer, this is Fred. I'd like to take a step back just for a second. I'm a new business owner. I think I know what I'm doing when it comes to marketing. I mean, I've seen a lot of ads over the years. I've watched television commercials. How do I know that I need your help? What kind of things do I look at in terms of understanding what I don't know? If you have a formula that works, that's fine. But it's important to always kind of reinvent yourself and try different strategies of marketing. Because even if you feel this one thing work, you have to look into other forms of it because it can get old. Uh, and you always want to come up with new marketing plans and new ideas or new ways of reinventing yourself. It's always important to be fresh and new with what it is that you're doing. Uh, and that could be, as an example, just say, if you um, sell an insurance and you have a marketing plan that works, maybe you want to have, a, you know, a mobile app. There's not a lot of insurance companies that have a mobile app. So just different things for your business that are fresh and new. Jennifer, I have a saying, don't reinvent the wheel, just change the spokes. Meaning that, you know, just a slight difference in the basic product can make all the difference in the world and what your product actually is and what it's used for. Do you ever recommend things like that for clients? Like just small changes can really change the whole paradigm of what they're trying to accomplish. Yes, I do. And like depending on the business, I do recommend, like, you know, because if, it, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Kind of the same thing. Yeah, I do recommend that, you know, this is fine. But maybe if you want to just change a, a layout redo your website to update it. And that's kind of what I mean when I say, you know, reinventing or changing it up just a bit. You're still getting your message across, but that new design of that website, it's like a relaunch and that can change, just bring even more people. 
when you walk into a, a business and they, they do know, have enough sense to, to call an outside uh, agency such as yourself, what's your approach? What, what do you do with them? First, I ask them uh, how they advertise their business. Like, I'll, I'll just come in, introduce myself. I won't say what it is I do at first, but I'll say, oh, how do you market your business? And are they looking to get more customers? Are they looking to reach their target audience? So on and so forth. I don't just come out and say, you should do this or you should do that. But I just say, oh, how do you market your business? And they'll say, oh, well, we have word of mouth or we don't like to post pictures on social media or things like that. And I'll say, well, you know, a lot of people were were the visual. So if you don't like to use social media, it is a new tool. It is something that is somewhat free that you can use as well. So I don't try to criticize them, but I do try to give them key pointers and give them my card and just say, hey, well, you know what, if you're interested in, you know, changing things up a bit and doing some of different forms of marketing, give me a call. Now, in terms of social media, do you do that or do you try to work with them and figure out what they want to accomplish and work with an outside, even a third party or fourth party to do uh, search engine optimization, for example, help with their website, create some kind of traffic flow or funnel? Do you get involved with that or is that farmed out? No, I actually get involved with that. All of the social media um, posting and everything, is, I actually do all of that. Of the search engine, I work with an outside subcontractors that I subcontract worked out to, just like the graphic designers and the web designers, and they would handle all of that. But the social media aspect of it is what I handle. So you're a point person, and basically, you know, you certain things that you can handle and other things that you can't, you get the right person that can help in those areas. Is that correct? Yes, that's why I'm called Ask Jennifer. If you, if you need it, you can ask me and I'll get it taken care of. And, and what kind of budget uh, would a small business be looking at? Give me an idea, just roughly, maybe even by type of business. Let's say it's a, whether it's an insurance company or someone uh, with a retail establishment. Uh, can you give me some rough idea? First, I would ask them if they have a marketing budget, and the marketing budget depends on how much marketing, we, how much we can do per month. So I would say having like maybe $1,000 a month for a small business, because a lot like startup businesses that I work with, they really don't have a budget. So we try to work with them to see exactly, okay, maybe you can start with $500 this month and then next month it's a thousand and then next month and it can go up and up. It depends. So I would say about a thousand dollars because I feel like your marketing materials, they have to be really great. I always recommend that you get a professional person to do your graphics and your website and your marketing materials. They just have to be professionally done. So about a thousand dollars. And what are some tips that you would give somebody as it relates to uh, developing their marketing plan and strategically uh, getting to that next level? First, I would um, analyze like where I am now, the marketing tools that I use now, and I would see where I want to go. I would do a six-month plan or a three-month plan to see, okay, I'm here. I have X amount of customers, but I want to be here. And, you know, if there's things that I could not do, then I would research some marketing companies and reach out to them and monitor some of their work to see exactly what it is that they specialize in that I don't do that I need help in. Jennifer, if someone wants to hire someone like you in their local area, what should they be looking for and how would they evaluate a marketing specialist? Being involved in community events is a great way to meet people that are in the field as, as I am. Uh, I work with clients that are not only in the Detroit area. I work with some in actually Atlanta and in Texas. And I just do some of their social media and, and a variety of different things like that. 
But what I would do is get involved in community events and also anything for small businesses, any programs for small businesses and researching those online small business networks in your uh, community is a great way to meet people in marketing. I know here in Detroit, we have different programs specifically for small businesses that will help you do a marketing plan, a business plan and everything you need. So researching small business programs would really, really help a small business who's trying to get started and meet someone like me that can take care of that for them. How does a a, a novice to marketing know that the person they're speaking to has the skills necessary to help them? You know what? That is a very tricky question because I know a lot of people will sell you a lot of things that they do and they can't deliver. So getting references, actually seeing the work that they've done and reaching out and doing a lot of research on that person. You can ask them for references directly, but sometimes those can be friends or family or whatever. But I would say making sure that you uh, just really, really do your homework and not only having just one option, having three options of different people and making sure that the references that you get work out great. What should they do with social media? What would you advise um, a new business? How do you begin? With social media, it's so important that you're posting at the right times. Also, you're trying to reach your market and knowing that the data that you're posting about your business is important and what you're posting. Sometimes people think if they post a picture, that's all they need, but you have to say something with that picture and what you're posting. So it's important with social media to be consistent. You have to be very consistent with social media and you have to know, um, you have to post key information about your business. And I say post at peak times, you know, at least three times a day in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. There are certain times that are really good to post. Jennifer, obviously you've been in this business for a while and I suspect that you've been following and watching the trends and the, and the switches in the social media, for example. Is there some aspect of, of marketing that you're particularly passionate about that really is the thing that clients should be focusing on that you see as, as extremely important? Yes, I think that what I'm really noticing now is video. Using video in some form of ad campaigns for marketing has really, really been working amazing in a lot of different areas. And I feel that a lot of business owners don't look at the video aspect of it because they think that it's a very expensive. But I think that that is an area that can give customers the visual of your business. And I think that that's important. Considering some of the different channels of social media like Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, etc., are there any ones that you recommend more than others for uh, business-to-business clients? I think that Instagram, I mean, honestly, I receive a lot, maybe I would say 60% of business from Instagram. I think Instagram is a great platform to use more so than Facebook um, because of the ability to use the hashtags and stuff like that. So I really love um, using Instagram. I know that a lot of people are now are into Snapchat and and a variety of different things like that. Twitter, because like I said before, I'm all about the visual aspect of it. And just seeing that picture and reading that small text, I think that that just, you know, you have to post things that excite people and draw them into you. Now, Jennifer, is that for your business or is that for businesses that you're working with? 
I'm saying overall, overall, I think Instagram is a great tool because I know people who do a lot of different types of businesses and they use Instagram and it really works well, not just for a marketing person, not just for a clothing person. A lot of people use Instagram. That's very interesting. I don't think we'd heard that from any of our other speakers on marketing subjects. And I think that's something we need to follow up on. Do you believe in posting videos on Facebook pages? And what do you think about LinkedIn as, as far as marketing is concerned? It's okay for me. It's not a lot of, uh, you don't get a lot of interaction on LinkedIn. I think it's kind of, you know, limited. It is very professional looking, a lot more professional looking than Facebook. I do recommend on Facebook that people use post a lot. Um, When I have a video or if there's certain type of key information, you can boost a post and you can do that also on Instagram. But for LinkedIn, it's not a lot of interaction. I see that they have a lot of groups, but I do not use it as much. It's just um, amazing the the reach of Instagram for me, but LinkedIn, not so much. I don't get a lot of interaction from LinkedIn. And I've heard that Twitter can be effective, but typically people who are using Twitter have to post multiple times per day. And uh, that seems like it's probably awfully burdensome for a small business owner. You can schedule posts that can post to Twitter. There's Hootsuites that you can use that can schedule to post for all of your social media. But a lot of my clients don't have a lot of success with Twitter. And I speak into other marketing companies and and social media. It's just kind of so-so. Sometimes people feel that it's more so for celebrities and different things like that than just regular business owners. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, that Twitter seems to be more for – uh, personalities, famous people, that kind of thing. They really want to reach a, a large crowd quickly. And, uh, you know, people don't care what I tweet. I do tweet, but uh, they don't really, they don't care. <laughs> I do. I use it, um, but it's, it's, it's just okay. How do you recommend tracking the success of your marketing efforts to know if you're getting a good return on your investment? Well, there's social media monitoring. That's important. That's a great tool to use. Because um, you can see who's talking about your brand. You can see um, who's it reaching and what's working. So I really uh, recommend using social media monitoring. And it's different websites that you can use for that. So I would use the social media monitoring tool. And you can see how many people interacted with your post, how many people it reached, and so on. And there's a variety of different ones from those. I just started using Google Analytics on one of my sites just to see what's going on with it. And it's just a site that really is like a holding place. So it's not anything that critical. But I was kind of curious more than anything else to see how many people came to the site, uh, how much time they spent, what kind of bounce rate and that kind of thing. It was kind of interesting. Is Google Analytics best geared for a, a website? And what other analytics are there for other the other social media, or is it the same thing? I think, no, it's not the same thing. I think Google Analytics is perfect when you're for your website. I thought before you were just asking me as far as social media goes, but Google Analytics is perfect for your website. But for social media is when I'm saying using the social media mon- monitoring like Topsy and um, the a few other ones out there. I think it's TalkWalker and then social media mentioned. But Google Analytics is like the best one you can use for your website. What about for Facebook? What's what, what's used on that to figure out what's going on? A lot of the times I just use my Facebook, um, like the ad 
to show exactly what my reach is and my post reach. So I just use the tools on Facebook for that, basically. No listening or anything for that. And how do they compare to uh, Google Analytics? Are they equally as good, just on a different channel? They're not as equally as good. Google Analytics just gives you a lot more detailed information than we would on Facebook. And you mentioned that you feel like you've had a lot of success with Instagram. Are there analytics available for that? They are actually able to view the insights and everything with Instagram now because they have Instagram for business. And now everything is through kind of like Facebook for Instagram and Facebook. So they're tied in together. But it is you will be able to you are able to view it now with the insights and everything for Instagram. As far as before, when you were not able to, I was just basically using the tracking how I receive my business. Because when you and, and the clients also as well is saying, OK, how did this person hear about you? What did this so on and so forth using the hashtags? It seems like we've been talking a lot in the last few minutes about social media. How does that compare to traditional marketing methods? Is it is it half of a typical client's budget, more than half um, is 80 percent? What's the current ratio of uh, using social media versus other traditional marketing methods like print and TV and that kind of thing? Well, a lot of things that you get ready for and that you can use for print, you can use on your social media, you know, as graphics and so on. But now I feel like everything has it's changed a lot. You know, it used to be the traditional ways of kind of like door to door marketing and uh, sending mailers and those types of things. But now everything is online. So as far as a, a budget goes, like I said, a lot of things with social media, it can be for free. And then to get even more exposure, you can boost it and pay for it. But the old traditional way of marketing is good, too, as well, being face to face and being in person. But with social media, it it's just one of those number one tools now that is, is a key in your marketing plan. Like you must use social media. Jennifer, is there anything that we haven't discussed or anything you want to emphasize as we start to wrap this up? The only thing I can say is just that, you know, with marketing, you have to be very, very consistent in your plan and what in all marketing aspects. And when you really want to take your brand to that next level, it is important to try to reach out to outside marketing and hire someone. That makes great sense. We're going to let you go. I know that you're on a time frame and we appreciate your being with us. Thank you guys so much. I definitely appreciate it. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Jennifer. Thanks, Jennifer. Appreciate your enlightening our listeners on uh, the topic today, uh, outside marketing assistance. Jamie, is there anything you'd like to add to Jennifer's comments? Absolutely. So Jennifer is actually one of our Cabbage customers, and she throws these great events. And that's something we do at Cabbage as well. And I would encourage you, like she mentioned, to also participate in your community events. One reason is you get out in front of people that might not necessarily walk into your store. And through word of mouth, they could potentially refer you. There's also a good way to test your product and service Mm -hmm. in the market outside of your traditional storefront or office. So how long have you been working with with Jennifer? Jennifer's been a customer for a while now, actually. So I don't know exactly how long, but at least over a year now. And she's used it to really grow her business. And she's been a consistent, really present person in our company. Jamie, is there anything that you would like our listeners to come away with, either about the subject of getting outside marketing assistance or regarding cabbage? Yeah, absolutely. We as well encourage our customers to try marketing for themselves first. We encourage them to definitely have a Facebook page 
it gets you um, higher searched on Google. And in case you can't update your website because it's too expensive or you don't have the resources, Facebook's a really easy way to have basically a website without having an actual website. Um, and people can find you a lot better. We also encourage you to use Facebook advertising. It's really easy to find your target audience. So you're not communicating to the world, but you're really finding people where your business is. We also encourage everyone, like Jennifer mentioned, to use Instagram. It's actually been something we've used a lot. And we actually put our customers' products and services on our Instagram page. That's a way to kind of give back to our community of both cabbage and non-cabbage customers, the small business community in general. And we do find there's a lot of interaction with photos. You're actually able to shop products. So if you have a service or product that you can buy online, then it links directly from your Instagram page to your shopping cart on your website or Facebook page. So we think it's a really great tool and we encourage using it both for small businesses and we're big fans at cabbage as well. Well, thank you again for being our guests today on Been There, Done That. And uh, I, we found it very informative, especially the Instagram information. I didn't know a lot of that. Apparently, Fred didn't either. The list of things I don't know goes on for, for miles. Well, thank you again, uh, Jamie. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. You've been listening to the SCORE Small Business Success Podcast, Been There, Done That. The opinions of the hosts and guests are theirs and do not necessarily reflect those of SCORE. If you would like to hear more podcasts, get a free mentor, view a transcript of this podcast, or would like more information about the services we provide, you can call SCORE at 800-634-0245 or visit our website at www.score.org. Again, that's 800-634-0245 or visit the website at www.score.org.